Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, NBA trade deadline has come and gone. Something didn't do anything, but we're still going to talk about that. We ain't do shit. It's the College History Podcast. Joseph Pavone, Sean Ducha, Joel Pavone. This, Hello, this, come everybody. on, you, yeah, you guys know what, what it is. What you guys know what it is. I was right. so fucking excited today. I was like, today oh. is the day that something's going to happen. Sean's cussing up a storm already. Look at him. Big trades, big trades, big meets. <laughs> Nothing. Larry over. No Rick Ross. Oh. Woo! No Rick Ross. Well, speaking of Rick Ross, how about the Miami Heat, though? You're not that impressed. See, I knew it. I no, can just okay. tell by Sean's. No, I'll, I'll give. I'll give a little. The bit look of on Sean's no, he's face. Angry about Jay Crowder. That's what no. It is. Yes, I, I, I guess. Yeah. You guys. He was like. He was like. You know. That's like, our best. That's our best friends, guys. Fuck you read me Andre like a Godala. Fuck Andre Godala. <laughs> you read me like a. Jay Crowder is a member of the Heat now. Like when when the tweet went out <laughs> last Sean night. I couldn't wait to dust off that Jay Crowder jersey and put that back on. When the tweet went out last night. He would like he would be like sorry Taco I'm getting my 99 back. No, when the tweet went out that like Jay Crowder and yeah, Solomon Hill were like pulled from like the game before like tip off, he was like oh, and then he, and then it's, like five minutes later his next tweet was like never mind I'm going to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> he had the big eyes. He had the big eye yeah. emojis. You had your like, eye oh. on that for sure. And, like waited, but then like waited. Then there was like nothing official. When I woke up and I was like, did Jay? Did I dream that? Nah, yeah, you 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 legit thought that the Celtics were gonna pull something off. For Jay Crowder. I thought so. I thought so. All right, so we got CauseyStreet.com. Zach Palo can join us in just a few minutes. But before we call him up, uh, which trade out of the, between the two of you, which trade would you say was the best one of the of, of the day? I want to just say not the best one, but the biggest one, in my opinion, was swapping D'Angelo Russell for Andrew Wiggins and somehow the Warriors get a top three protected 2021 pick from yeah. the Timberwolves? Yeah, that's a come up. Are you serious that's right a now? So when, when, when Clay, what do you mean? When are Clay, you surprised? Timberwolves, they're pushing the panic button, man. They're crushing that shit right now because at the end of the day, they've been waiting no, for I'm this. No, I'm saying for the Warriors, when oh, okay. Clay. I think talking about, I think talking about so, Minnesota. So wait, in 2021, next season, right, 
They're going to have Clay, Steph, Draymond all in full health. They'll have Andrew Wiggins as their swingman. It's the perfect Kevin situation Looney, for them. And then whatever they do, say they make it run to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. They're going to have the Timberwolves fucking first round pick. Mm-hmm. And the Timberwolves are going to suck because guess what? They suck. They always suck. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are they doing trading their first round pick? That's dumb. What do you mean? They've been trying. D'Angelo Russell, yo, bro. They've been trying. They could have just signed D'Angelo Russell yo, yo, like I six months you. ago. No, but no, but yo, they, had they, clear, been... they had to clear cash space. Like exactly, I told you, I told, yeah. I told you guys this a few weeks ago. And you, Sean, you were the first one to be like, why do they want D'Angelo Russell? They wanted him and they got him. <laughs> Whatever it took, they got rid of Jeff Teague. I mean, they got rid of Covington. They, they got rid of the really big, the big, the big, yeah. But the see, big, that's uh, that's what this is all about. The whole Jeff salary. Teague thing didn't work out, yeah. and I think this is a great situation for him. And you got the other weapons still there. Cat, you know what other weapons? Cat, just what just other cat. Than that? Carl Anthony Towns, just Cat, and now D Russell, and now D Russell, the other weapon. Yeah, cat. There's literally no <laughs> There's one on two that of them. team. I mean, I mean, Covington is gone. Shake is gone. That team sucks. Yeah, Andrew but you, is gone. but you knew that they had to shake shake things up. Cat, cat was unhappy. Cat already was like, "Oh, I'm sick of this losing shit." And yeah, between like, between Wiggins, between Wiggins and Cat, Cat was like months away from 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 asking for a trade. That experience, so. that, ex- that experiment, that failed. I'm gonna put. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying this team's gonna be like over the top now or anything, but it's a good place. It's a good way to shake things up. And then we have to wait and see what I'll the third piece is going to be down the road. I'll put this out in the ether right now. They will either trade Cat or D'Angelo Russell within one year. Like next. Full rebuild, you're saying. Next year. Could happen. They're going to realize, like, why was D'Angelo Russell our guy? That's weird. <laughs> why do we think that? All right. Well, let me ask you guys this. Either one of you upset that Southern didn't pull a trigger on a trade? Yep. No, I'm not. I am. You're saying that, but you, do you have a, a yeah, person in mind? in mind? I feel Other like you're just Crowder. saying that. So Other than Crowder. I think, I think, so I you, think. You, apparently you were serious about that. Yes. 1,000% I was serious. Oh, he was. You well, could have yeah. gotten Crowder for a bench guy. You could have gotten no, This that is a guy who has Jake Crowder slides. Like, listen, of course he was serious listen, about listen. that. Listen, if you're a GM and, and you know that Danny H has three first round draft picks that he could dangle and he, he didn't do it. No dangling. No dangling whatsoever. <laughs> you got to dangle. No dangle. To, no dongle. If you're trying no to make dangle. a deal, you got to dangle something. He wasn't dangling nothing. So are you gonna go? Are you gonna? Are you gonna say? How about that Carson Edwards kid? So my my how biggest... about that Romeo Langford kid that played no. you know for the first time ever my, against the Hawks? My, I mean the, the my the biggest magic. thing is that that I think if Danny really wanted somebody that they were asking first round picks, multiple first round picks for, they could have included I I think it's that Danny doesn't want to give up Romeo Langford because but they, no, but don't you think but hold on, hold on, hold on. They they could have included Romeo Langford plus a first round pick, take your choice. Who wants him though? I think I think that a lot of teams would. I my guess is that Danny wasn't going to give up Romeo Langford. Okay, but don't you think at this point, like you don't think that the, like the, wi- five years the removed, Wizards wouldn't be like, minutes, whoa, listen, this listen, sounds great. Five years removed. So who do you want from the Wizards? Who are you going to trade for? Bertans. 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 The whole you needed, thing. You needed at least seven or eight million dollars to match that. Yeah, you know something's had that though. You could have it, got it's, there. it's the it's the other guys that are. Making you know seventeen Bertans million and more. That, that, those are the ones that were out of out of reach for the Celtics. But Bertans, I, they put they could have put something together. Okay, like, they right. didn't want to Bertans, give up the first yeah. round picks. But I think if you were able to sell the Wizards, or or I, here's what I, here's what I'm going to say. No, but I think that Danny point, Ainge wasn't going to give up Romeo Langford, and that's why he didn't want to give up two first round picks. If he would have said, okay, you can have Romeo and one first round pick plus whatever other salary you got to add in there. Done. I think Washington does that in a heartbeat. Right, so then, don't you think by now, five years removed from the the last time Danny Ainge pulled off 
a trade at the deadline, which was Isaiah Thomas, don't you think teams now don't want to feel like they're getting fleeced by Danny Ainge anymore? Don't you think that 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 that's that that plays a part in in any of these negotiations or or, or or trade talks or whatever the case may be? Probably a little bit, but at the end of the day, especially like, if he doesn't want to give up any draft picks, because you know Danny just sure. just trade draft picks just to trade draft picks. But yeah, pro- probably I probably has some a, a little bit to do with it at least. Well, I mean, when you hear the report about the Celtics, they were unable to put a deal together for Christian Wood. It kind of speaks volumes for where this team is in terms of what they had to offer. I mean, clearly, whichever players were offered in that trade, because the, the report hasn't come out, there was no specifics, but you have to assume that there was a couple bench guys in that trade, or at least one or one. But I mean, who and, and they didn't they didn't want any of those guys, and I don't blame them, man. You look at the Celtics bench. Let's face it, this Celtics team is top heavy. This is one of the most top heavy teams we've seen in the last few years. Yeah. We're talking about Brad Stevens' era, right? And there's no secondary guy that you can throw into a trade that's going to make a team say, "Okay, yeah, done, let's do it." But no yeah. one, no one's drooling over Carson Edwards or or Grant Williams or Vincent Portier. Like these aren't guys that people are going to say, "Yes, sign me up. I want to invest in this guy." Hey, all you motherfuckers who said Carson Edwards is going to be the golden child this year, that, yo, uh, go ahead, man, talk I your was, shit. I, I mean, right. I at told the end you. of the day, yeah. Now, why does that look so dude, far? At least, why, why does so that far. dude look so fucking sourpussed every time it's showing him on the fucking bench? Because he made eight three pointers, Sean, and things haven't really panned out ever since. Yeah, you can't fucking just enjoy it. You know what I mean? You're on the NBA team. No, come on, man. In today's NBA, Dude, that, sucks. that means you could be in Europe in a, in a year or two. Yeah, Carson Edwards sucks. Plus, any any like major move that you know some Celtics fans or most Celtics fans wanted to see happen, that would have included someone like Marcus Smart, someone like Daniel Tice. No, or, we're not trading those guys. Someone like you know that's, that's like, how Celtics like, fans like Ennis Cantor. Yeah, right. Like, but, but this, Joel, this is my impression of Celtics Joel, fans. Not- no, you 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 ship off Portier. And, and Langford in a pick, and that's going to get you. Uh, who's the cat they're drooling over? Uh, that, that's going to get you a oh, uh, uh, Clint Capella. A Clint Capella. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, well, why to... wouldn't the team accept that trade? Our podcast is not for the um, stupid fucking idiot Celtics fans. It's it kind of is. Real it kind of is. So please stop. Don't say that, man. Oh, all right. Well, well <laughs> yeah, man. I'm I'm 100 percent down to trade that. Then yeah. <laughs> Plus, plus, a percentage of those listeners are there. Let's just say that. All right. Well, you know. All right, what? but here's, a, here's what? another. Hey, here's hey, a, hey, you know what? Hey, no, no. no. Here's hold another on, point too. PSA. If I gotta fucking learn the salary cap shit, you've gotta learn it. So smarten up, listeners. All right. So here's it's another, all about salary matching. Here's another. Here's another uh, point that people are excited about this buyout market. But who are you cutting? Oh, I'm cutting. I'm. I'm uh, Vincent Portier. Yeah. Today. No. <laughs> I'll I'll free up that spot right I now. I think I think can't you do something with the two way players or no? Can you not do anything no. with two way players? No, they're they're locked no. in. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't really affect your your taco and roster. Yeah. So it's here's, just taco here's, and, and, here's my and, thing. Yeah, though. Waters. Here's my thing though. If you know you have a roster, I really like Waters. Which, I, know, I was about to say that. Yeah, Any, I really like Waters. Anybody who's been up in Maine for the majority of the season, the only guy that I think could could actually remain with the Celtics roster. Is Waters. Yeah. Like, I see a future for Waters. I don't know about... I don't see it this season, but moving forward. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about Edwards. I don't know about... I don't know about Taco. I don't care how... How popular Taco is, and I don't yeah. care if he's you know selling out seats over there up in Maine. <laughs> I love how the popularity has gone up, but no one is like, man, this guy's balling out, though. Like, he hasn't really made strides. And I'm not saying that that's never going to happen, yeah. but if we're talking about... Which rookies have made strides the most? I think it's Tremont Waters. Like for those, for I those, really do. for those who are like true, honest basketball fans that know the game, like Taco Fall's biggest problem is he lacks fundamentals. 
for a guy his size, for someone who went to college for four years, you don't see that anymore. Plenty of fundamentals. He doesn't. What's that again? He's got plenty of fundamentals. Explain. Yeah. I really want to hear this. Yeah, he's I'm, I'm just, dying. He's just mad tall. It's hard to do okay. that type of Oh, yeah. Thing. All right. So he's so, fundamentally so, big. So, okay. Yeah. So he's fundamentally big, and he has to jump to try to block a, a six-foot-one guard going into the lane. He has shown very nice touch. <laughs> you know what? I'm laughing because that's accurate, and that's like the only thing you that's can say saying, on, like, the pro- on, on, the, on the pro side of the list. Yeah. But if you look at the con side... The, the glaring weakness that drives me crazy is the moment he puts the ball on the floor. Yeah. Hey, listen, like if listen, you're listen, in the listen, post, wait, wait, if on, you're that on. big, you We're have not, to be able to put the ball on the floor a little bit. You have to be able to post I up. Was not he doesn't have that. I was not prepared to defend Taco Fall today, but I will. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have to be prepared because there's not much to, to talk about when right. it comes to Taco Fall. So let's stop talking. Oh, hold on. Hold on. No. R- real quick. I don't want to turn this into a fucking to get shit to your on Taco point, shit. To get to your point of who do you let go, that's sometimes where I think Danny struggles is to say, like, maybe I don't have to Danny make a like- big deal, but maybe I could package Javante Green and well, that's fine. Carson Edwards for uh, a second-round draft pick and someone that'll come. That's fine. And Danny- I'll cut. But but at the end of the day... I don't even think Danny- that's enough. But, Danny- really but, at, no, but at the end of the day, you open up roster spots. So if you want to go out and get Jamal Crawford, you want to go out and get uh, Isaiah Thomas, you want to go out and get Tristan Thompson if he's there... Then you have roster spots available. But that's but that's just it though. Danny never makes a move unless he's he feels like he's getting something in return. It's rare that he just waves people. That's very rare. No, he never does. That's what that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's so then, so then if he didn't here. make a move, if he didn't make a move before the trade deadline, what's he gonna do now? Who's he gonna wave? Who's he gonna buy out or whatever the case may be? No, but he's well, not let's gonna get wave into that. Anybody. He's gonna. I mean, no, uh, someone oh. has to get waved. But to so, me, it's it's so it's, now it's, he does. Javante Green. Javante Green. Nah, man, I like Javante. I like Javante too, but it's him. Nah, man. I think it's Vincent Poirier. And I know he's got a two-year deal. But I know. Poirier, don't I just signed Poirier the, to a two-year deal? But the thing about Poirier, though. He's a young though, center. Like, yeah, the thing about Poirier is. You can't give up on him. I we don't know, we don't know how long Tice is going to be out, though. I'm down Tice to give up on Tice him. has got Tice, you know, tweaked his ankle. Yeah, but then you on the other side of that, you don't know when Robert Williams is going to come back. Saying, okay. I'm not sleeping on Robert Williams. I got you. I, I feel you on that. So we don't know when he's coming back either. Tice, we don't know when he's coming back. Cantor's been in and out of the lineup. So you have to kind of keep Poirier as your insurance so no, to speak. Uh, i'm not have, excited you, about it you have to and I, I also think like javante green like um because then if you want to start if you want to go the, the houston rockets route and start and start you know grant oh, williams no 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 javante green just starting from center well i mean <laughs> <laughs> so, i meant for someone who's i got, got you who's got experience up, co- up, up in the front court right I no but javante <laughs> green is just there is like like realistically when minutes <laughs> start green to matter when they start to matter what about that route let's just put marcus smart is he gonna get minutes who Javante? I mean, if you're injured, yeah. I think when right now, things right, actually start to matter. When right right now, happy. right now he will, but we don't know how long these injuries are going to linger. I mean, Kemba, look, Kemba, we don't know when Kemba's coming back. I mean, let's face it, Celtics aren't going to be like upfront with, with what's going on if you think about it. I mean, look, between Kemba Walker, between Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown tweaked his ankle Wednesday night. Yep. Which, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is smart though, too. Smart's out a, with the smart out. Buyout, like you knew there was going to be a buyout market. If you're not going to trade for somebody to come in at the trade deadline to help your team, why aren't you? Trying to set yourself up to succeed in the buyout market, I just don't get it. But I don't like think, you could have uh, traded wait, what, two so for one. Why? Why do you think that that's not like, the case? You, you don't. You don't think that they could have packaged Brad Wanamaker and Javante Green to just upgrade on that backup point guard position? Well, because of the injuries right now, you can't 
trade Brad Wanamaker. You can trade. You can. So if, then who's gonna who's running the point? You're just gonna just you're just hold, gonna just. Did you hear? The, I'm not saying trade him away for fucking basketballs. I'm saying to upgrade the backup point guard position. So Who? if you want to go get someone out there, there's plenty of backup point guards out there that Who, are making. You say plenty, but you sound like the same Celtics fan. I say the Celtics are one big man away. Etwan Moore. Etwan Moore's name was Etuan talked Moore. about. Etwan Moore. Um, okay. Etwan Moore. How <laughs> he's better than Brad Wanamaker. Okay, he would. Uh, he is is Brad is Brad Wanamaker and Javante Green better than Etwan Moore and then Tristan Thompson and then or Etwan Moore and then uh, name your buyout guy that we want to get on the team. What about thinking of multiple deals? That's what I'm saying. That's day. the whole point. But why would Danny why are you, do Have that? you not been listening to Danny what I've been saying? Danny doesn't do rentals. He's already said it. He's not going to trade somebody the whole or point. whoever for, for Javante Green and Brad Wanamaker guy. on the last year of their deal. They are rentals. They're not rentals. They are gone after this year. You ju- you assume so, but if no one... It's if, just if the, the Celtics, same thing. If, if you're going to Celtics, resign somebody, they're not a rental. I'm saying if you want to get in on this buyout market, if you don't want to give up first round draft picks, well, I if mean, you don't typically get... buyout market players or candidates are, are rentals. If that's what you're saying, they're all but, rentals. Yeah, well, well right. also teams. There's a difference. The last... a difference of signing someone for you know whatever the rest of the season, then trading for that same person. We can just sign them out, right? Th- that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm not saying that they needed to go out and trade for someone to contribute to the team. But if they know that their bench is stacked, and now you're just going to have to probably look to upgrade over uh, upgrade over Javante Green, or maybe you cut him, or and and then you can't decide where he goes, or whatever the case is, you could have made an upgrade at one position by packaging two people to then clear a roster spot, and then hey, now I can go sign Jamal Crawford. Now I can go sign X X person who I want to sign on the buyout market. Whoever it is, Tristan Thompson or whoever else is going to get bought out. Like, if you were able to do that, then I think this would have been a success. But they didn't do anything, so I think they're sort of they're sort of screwed. All yeah. right. Well, if you're Danny Ainge, who's the first person you call him out of the buyout market? Which player? nobody? You nobody don't. Because nobody. You, you can't. Yeah, you, you didn't open up any roster spots. How, who are you going to who are you going to get rid of? Yeah, but you can just wave somebody. Who are you going to wave though? We just asked that question, and we're we're sitting here going. I don't know. Maybe Javante. I don't know. Maybe you know what I mean, like Poria, But right now, because of the injury situation, you just can't just make a decision off. The so, top like of your head. the the fact is, is that you got too many young guys on the bench that aren't contributing on a on a game to game basis, and three fucking first round draft picks that you're gonna that you didn't move that you're gonna fucking have to use, and that's even more young guys coming in in June. It's just it's just a, it puts you in a hard spot if you don't if you don't consolidate a little bit. If you if you want to consolidate a little bit, it doesn't have to be the game changer move, but consolidate some of those players so they're not all sitting on your bench. So if you want to go out and sign a guy that can help you, you can do it. All right, let's get some more answers. Let's get our guest on here. Let's let's see if Zach Pelican can figure out this puzzle. I don't think he can because he doesn't like Mookie Betts. I had to squeeze that. No, in. Nothing to do with the Celtics, but okay. All right, let's get to our guest of the show, uh, Zach Pelican. I haven't talked to Zach in a while, so I'm. Pretty excited about this. Uh, CausewayStreet.com's own Zach Pelequins joins us to talk about all the trades that went down today. And, of course, we'll squeeze in a little Celtics talk. See what he thinks about this team up until this point. I actually got a chance to catch up with Zach uh, Wednesday night at TD Garden, and he joins us right now. What's going on, Zach? Not too much, my man. Not too much. How you boys, Ben? We're good, Ben. We're good. Wonderful. We're good. good. I feel like we haven't, we haven't, we haven't spoken with you in, in, in a minute. Congrats on, the, uh, on getting married there and uh, – all that good stuff that comes along with that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's been a crazy couple of months ever since the start of the year. Uh, sold the house, got married. Uh, yeah, all sorts of shit going on. Oh, damn. Yeah, Zach sounded really excited about it when I was when I asked him about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Yep, that's just that's what it is, man." Like the old ball and chain. He's eh? like, "That's what you're supposed to do, you know." He's like, "You know, sometimes <laughs> I think about, hey, sweetie, what's going on?" She like came to turn the corner. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, what's up?" <laughs> So this team is rolling right now. You know what? Let's start with, <laughs> let's, let's start what with the transition. Let's start with what the Celtics first. Um, is there any part of you that that's uh, a bit disappointed? Did, did you want Dane to go out and, and get one of these bench guys to come and, and help the Celtics? Whether we're talking about a rim protector or a score, did, do you think that was there a, a, an option out there that you think that Danny should have uh, explored? Uh, it's hard to say. I think all the guys that you really would have wanted that would have been true upgrades from what this team was yesterday to what it could have been today. I think ultimately you would have had to have dealt away too much. Um, you know, the guy that the, the name that I keep hearing, the one that I kind of got attracted to was uh, Davis Bertans down in Washington, you know, a big guy who stretch the floor a little bit, be able to knock down those open threes. And I mean, if you think about it, you know, everyone keeps saying, Oh yeah, they were, they were, they were just asking for, for two first rounders. Well, well, yeah, but you still had to match that salary. If you look at the Celtics roster to match the salary and be able to get that money outgoing, you probably would have ended up having to trade either Cantor or uh, Daniel Tice. Tice yeah. So you make a deal like that, are you really getting better? Because now you're losing your defense. Now you're losing players like potentially Romeo Langford or you know so on and so forth. So yeah, you know, I'm kind. Of, I'm I'm in the the minority for the most part, but. I honestly think Danny did the right thing, kind of stepping away from the plate on this one and, uh, and letting it pass and hopefully getting healthy in the second half of the year now uh, is, is as good as an acquisition of, of trading for someone else. Yeah, I think they got a lot of duplicate-type players on the bench, I guess, that, that um, really haven't proven anything. And I don't think will prove anything this year. I think I would have loved to see um, either a Lankford or a Carson Edwards or, well, basically though any either of those two players move for something that can help you win right now. I think that was a little bit of a miss, but um, I hear you. You couldn't you couldn't include any of the big men if you weren't getting a better big man in return. Um, yeah, I just think their value is not there. You know, I mean, well, Carson their value I- should be there. They're, they're, they they should be. Why do you trade for All I'm saying is if yeah. you wanted to get Alec Burks, you couldn't just flip our Carson Edwards for him? No. If you wanted to get <laughs> not, not, I don't I would not trade to, Burks for, for Carson Edwards. Absolutely not. Oh wait, wait. They, they got second round picks from I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. who's I mean, the best second round pick of last year's draft so far? Well, the Warriors did that because they were trying to make room for Wiggins. Sure. So I mean, if you were trying to get rid of Carson Edwards, that wasn't the way to go. Oh, no. Yeah. There was a, there I, I was, think I'd roll the dice on that pick. <laughs> there's a market for players like that, though. There's a market for players like that. All right. Well, Zach, what's next for the Celtics? I mean, obviously, there's the uh, buyout market. March 1st is the deadline for teams to, to sign free agents if they want to add them to their playoff roster. Uh, that's sort of the fun part here, right? You see all these teams start releasing players after the trade. Uh, of course, Isaiah Thomas sticks out. A few other players out there that are going to be waived or they're expected to be waived uh, within the next uh, couple of days or so. Turner. Who's who's a, a player that you have on your radar that you, you think could come in uh, and help the Celtics out? Well, I, I think you named him. I think Isaiah coming back to Boston would be really Ooh. exciting. Okay, um, I didn't. Th- I didn't think Zach would say that. I I'm been yeah, a little surprised. Yeah, that's so interesting. I I said that name expecting to hear some shade. Okay. Yeah, I I, 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 no, I see it no, happening. No, no. I didn't expect Zach to say it. 
No, I, the thing is, I, I think with Isaiah, since he left Boston, he's kind of readjusted his mindset to being a player that's coming off the bench, kind of the, uh, the Phoenix Suns version of Isaiah, if you will. And he looks healthy. He looks like he can get out there and, and play a 20-minute, 25-minute-a-night uh, type of role where he's coming off the bench, he's being that scorer, and that's what Boston needs right now. I mean, unfortunately, Carson Edwards hasn't really developed as quickly as you'd hope to being that guy uh, that you could bring off the bench for automatic offense. We know Isaiah can do that. If nothing else, he can absolutely do that. He knows the team. He knows uh, Brad. He knows you know uh, Marcus Smart. He's been teammates with several of the guys on this team. Um, you know, he knows the city and he loves the city. And I think his return would be something that could be a big boost going into the second half. Uh, I mean, when it's all said and done, I think, you know, the two things coming into this trade deadline that we would all agree on that Boston could have looked for was a true starting big man, which they would have had to pay out the nose to get. And they probably would have had to trade either Marcus Smart or Gordon Hayward to get, which I don't know if I would have wanted part with either of them. Or Agreed. get me some bench scoring. And the bench scoring, like I said, I, and I think Alec Burks is, is the perfect example, would have been a great player to grab away from, from Golden State. But you had too many scenarios today where the other team on the other end of the line was not willing to make a deal for one reason or another. In the case of Golden State, like you said, they were trying to clear roster spots. And, you know, what is Boston to do? You don't have any cap space. And unfortunately for Boston, there were a lot of situations like that where unfortunately, because of the uh, roster makeup in terms of the salaries for Boston, you couldn't make a deal. But right now, I think, um, you know, Isaiah's a guy that I'm, I really have my eye on. And then, you know, we had heard a little bit about potentially seeing Tristan Thompson hit the wire, which I think would be a nice rotational big for Boston as well. But it's going to be an interesting market, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sold on Tristan Thompson, though. I think if he does get bought out, there's, there's literally no way that the two teams in LA aren't just doing everything in their power to get him, or even Houston or something like that. Right, and you know I, he's down to go and, to one and of those you know, teams. And you know he Celtics. wants to go to LA. Right. Like you none know those, he wants to go none to of LA. Those teams would 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 work because the Lakers they're all they're all bigs up front. Um, the Houston Rockets just got rid of Clint Capella because they want to go all small ball now. They got. Tucker running the, the yeah, but the, see here's the, you don't think you don't my, think they would want Tristan Thompson in L.A. Yes, yeah, so here's, here's my thing with Tristan Thompson though. Everyone talks about the Celtics needing a rim protector, need that defender down low. Does he really fit that criteria, or we're talking uh, about a no, great he's a rebounder? Everybody. He's basically yeah. Eric, uh, Ennis Cantor on uh, little steroids there. I guess one way to put it, but yeah, I mean, no, he's I, Ennis I Cantor. Think... He, well, he's, a, he's a defensive Ennis Cantor. That's yeah, what he is. When you say on steroids, it just makes me think that he's actually on steroids because because I, I... they both play in the NBA. Well, he got did he test positive for some kind of thing back a couple of years ago? It wasn't uh, steroids? I'm but... sure it was like cocaine or something like that. But could have been. But anyways, I digress. No, it's always cocaine with this guy. But whether <laughs> whether we're talking about a, a, a team like the Lakers or the Rockets, I mean, Joel, you don't think one of those guys? They, one of those teams need a rebounder to get things going, upstart their but fast the, breaks. The Rockets just got rid of one of the best rebounders in the league. Why would they want to get Tristan Thompson if he doesn't really fit their system of running and gunning? So I, I just think threes. I just think that L.A. will look at it as a cheap, easy and the Lakers need shooters. fix to bring talent onto that team, which that that team outside of LeBron and Anthony Davis is starving for talent. I think it's pretty pretty obvious. They didn't deal Kuzma, which I think is and the, and the a good deal for them. The Clippers out there, Max, they're they're cutting players. Yeah, so to make everybody make these these trades work. But so. I just think there's a lot of there's a lot of teams out there that I think Tristan Thompson would rather go to, and just because, I mean, I I don't know if he's like hungry, super hungry to be like, oh, I want to win, 
with a team that has great chemistry type guy. Like he's just like, yeah, just give me on the team with LeBron and I'll be okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, that sounds about that's right. LeBron's boy too. Yeah, that's true. He fought for him. The only reason why he's getting bought out is because LeBron got him. A, LeBron made them sign an extension for him back when he was yeah. on Cleveland. They signed all of his buddies that after they won the championship yep. in 2016. So, that's I, true. My, my guess, he ends up back. The only in guy LA. that I saw that the Lakers are supposedly keeping an eye on is J.R. Smith, and I don't think LeBron wants anything to do with J.R. Smith. Yeah, if they wanted J.R. Smith, he would be on the team already. <laughs> if anybody <laughs> wanted J.R. Smith, they're going to work him out because he hasn't played in like over a year and a half. Yeah, if anybody wanted J.R. Smith, they would have had him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zach, which uh, in your opinion, which team won the won the uh, NBA trade deadline? <laughs> I was gonna say NBA trade day, but who won the? <laughs> which team had the best trade in the last twenty four hours? So uh, speaking there of actually two that I really liked. Um, the the first one is actually Cleveland. I mean, for them, they sent away what two ball boys and a guy from the YMCA <laughs> to get a shot with with, with Andre Drummond. So you know. W- w- <laughs> And Drummond didn't see it coming either, apparently. <laughs> That's fucked <fun> up. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, they, Yo, who, who has nothing. that type of salary sitting around on Brandon fucking Knight, though? That's a crazy... No, the a, funny thing is that I'm thinking yeah. of, like, the best, like, YMCA player. I just picked him, like... Going into an NBA arena, getting ready to play ball. <laughs> that's, it's like semi pro. That's got, why I'm laughing. Right for, for a washing machine. You know, yeah. uh, <laughs> I just got traded for a washing machine. I just got traded for a washing machine. You know? <laughs> I'm sorry. Carry on. <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, Cleveland gets a shot to take a look at Andre Drummond and evaluate if he's a guy that they could use going forward. Um, kind of an awkward fit with him next to Love and Garland and, um, and, and Colin Sexton, but if it works out, you know, Beeline gets them all on the, uh, the same page. You, you know, this guy was an all-star not too long ago. So, you know, why the hell not? Uh, so low, uh, low risk, high reward possibility there. Then the other fit that I really liked was Memphis getting Justice Justice Winslow. Yes, I thought that's, that's what I was for thinking. For some reason, that just seems like a marriage made in heaven. That team, you look at that roster right mm-hmm. now. It's not a lot of superstar names outside of Morant, who I think is going to be a pretty solid player uh, in his own right. But I mean, there's a lot of sneaky good young players on that roster right now. And then you get uh, a tough guy like uh, Valanciunas under the basket. That could kind of end up being the same team that they had, what, about 10 years ago with uh, Zebo and, uh, and Conley and, and all those other guys. So it seems they're trying to go back to that blueprint, and I thought that uh, Winslow was a great ad for them, especially with a player sending away Iguodala, who has never even put the jersey on. That's so. exactly what I was going to say. And they essentially got Iguodala just to help Golden State out, just for them to exactly. complete the trade for, for Russell and then – you flip that, turn it into Justice Winslow and a draft pick, and of course you draft the John Morant. I mean, it's a pretty good off season, yeah, but slash regular season for them. They would all just assume that he was just going to get bought out. Exactly, like, everyone minute, did. Remember? Wait a minute, brother. We're Memphis gonna, is like, nah. We'll we'll accommodate you somehow, but we need to get something back. Exactly. <laughs> but the uh, the big thing about Memphis is they lost Jay Crowder, which is a you know, as we know here, that's no, a that's, that's a huge blow. That's a that's a blow to you. Yeah, in Sean Duchess world, absolutely. <laughs> oh, it's a huge blow. Speaking oh, how, of Jay, hey, how the South, how the Celtics do after uh, Jay Crowder left? You know, speaking of Jay Crowder, uh, Zach, how good is Miami right now? Is this uh, does this put does this put them like way above the top? Maybe not above the top is not the right way to say it, but I mean, obviously, it makes them a little better. I think but how question, how good is it? Does it put them on par with the Celtics? What do you mean? They're already on par with the Celtics, No, I think, they, I think they weren't before. All right. Does this put them on par with the Celtics? Honestly, I don't think so. Uh, yeah. You've got a guy who hasn't played hasn't played ball in half a year, Andre Iguodala, who the last time we saw him on the floor, I mean, Golden State handed him away for nothing. There's a reason they did that. <laughs> they were trying to clear cap space to get him out of town, and uh, 
you know, at the end of the day, I, yes, he's a, he's a veteran player. He's got a great pedigree in the playoffs, good at in that regard, but how much gas is really in that tank? They also get Crowder, who I do like, uh, but at the end of the day, again, a hustle guy, a 3 and D player. I mean, do they really get that much better? Had they picked up, and, and they correct me if I'm wrong here, but they, they didn't get their hands on uh, Danilo Gallinari, correct? No, they, they almost did not. Did. Had they brought him in, then we'd be having a different conversation. I, I agree. But they, they I agree. didn't. Yeah, so uh, I don't think they did really as much as uh, bigger names than they were actual uh, impact on that team. I'll tell you what, though, the one that does kind of scare me a little bit is Burks and, and Robinson going to uh, to Philly. They needed help badly uh, in terms of some perimeter guys and some depth. So that may actually end up being the bigger uh, the bigger problem for Boston directly, anyway. Yeah, I I um I think the Burks move. I think Philly has way more problems than Alex fucking Burks right now can solve. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think yeah, good little piece, it's but th- it's just sort of like, hey, I'm putting deodorant on, and I'm not gonna put it on for the rest of the season. Like, it's, that's what it is. It okay. sort of covers up the stench a little bit, but it's not gonna last long, man. That team, I got you, Sean. I that, picked up on that. That yeah. team's that team's in shambles. Yeah, I feel like a season ago, at, at this time, there were so many teams that got better. Toronto. Yeah. Uh, well, Toronto was quiet today. No, they were. Yeah. They, they, they have to be pretty much. They have to so. be pretty much. <laughs> yeah, <you're right. laughs> They're maxed out. Yeah. Toronto got better last year. Milwaukee around this time. And you were, you know, you saw all these all these moves and you're like, okay, something stood pat, but everyone else got better around them. This this time around, yeah, I mean, Miami got, got somewhat better, but I still don't think that, you know, uh, Miami's that, that much of a... I quote powerhouse in the East when it comes to so, when it comes to the matchup with the Celtics. So I don't I don't think they're a powerhouse either. I thought if they if they the rumors the way it was going was like they were gonna pull in Igudala Crowder and Gallinari, that would have been yeah. that would have been something that okay, now you have to literally put them up in that same conversation. Yeah. You know, because right now that I, I I've always said I believed in Miami this well, year to that be a third team to pull that off. Yeah, because well, they need OKC to buy in somehow. No, no, yeah, OKC would have. So I think, if I'm not mistaken, they decided on Crowder and Solomon Hill because yeah. OKC pulled out and they were like, no, we're not giving up. You know, Gallinari. So they're like, all right, so then we need good job, OKC. We need a <laughs> we need some we need to match salary somehow. So. No thunder babies happening over here. Yeah, I mean, always I mean, pull up. Deion Waiters, Deion Waiters going over to to Memphis too. I don't know. Yeah, my the the biggest takeaway though, to your point, to really hammer it home though, Joel, is that the best team in the Eastern Conference did not get better. That's got to be yeah. a really good sign for the Celtics, who you know won't catch them in the regular season. But yeah, yeah. if they made a trade to get someone like I don't know. I I know that they're they're tight on salary cap and stuff, but if they were able to get someone that would significantly help them, like last year when they added, um, they didn't add Corver. Uh, no, they added no uh, um, Nicola. His name. <laughs> Why'd you sing it like that? That's the only way I remember his name. <laughs> the Spaniard. That was the shooter that was, he was playing with the with the Pelicans. He's not playing in the NBA this year. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Miritich. Miritich. They added. So, that's Miritich. Yeah, they added Miritich last year at the trade deadline. So Milwaukee didn't get better, which is huge for the Celtics. We're not going to catch them in the regular season, but if they do match up in the playoff season, they're not going to bring the guys, uh, you know, that they brought in last year, like Miritich and the other guys that they brought in um, at the trade deadline or in the buyout market. Um, oh, you know how I was thinking? It was Paul Gasol who played like one game and then got injured. Yeah, yeah, but I think he had like one practice. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just saying that, like, for the Celtics to be able to stand pat. Yeah, glad you remember that. 
The Celtics that are able to stay. I know because I I, I, I remember. I just remember that text from from, from Sean. Fuck, the Bucks got better, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad, man. You can't have that happen again every two years in a row when you stand pat. So hey, if you're gonna if you're gonna stand pat. At least the team ahead of you didn't stand pat. Two I have to stand pat it as well. Oh yeah. man, I'm telling you, man. And then and then I think I think it was like a playoff preview, and I was like, hey, don't forget about Paul Gasol. <laughs> I was like, and they're like, he's done for the season, bro. He's been he tore his Achilles like months ago. <laughs> but now that that's that's huge for a little bit of silver lining for Danny. Just you know, all right, all right, the- all right, Zach. So you know, since we're all you know we're talking about the Bucks as constructed, both teams obviously, if both teams are healthy, who do you got in the seven game series between these uh, these two teams? Ah, oh, damn it! We did the playoffs. So we <laughs> we did the playoff preview last year. I was all gung ho about the Celtics finally figuring out what the hell they were doing and. That went to hell. It's a different um, season, man. It's a different season, man. Oh, way different yeah, season. Yeah, very, very different. Let's uh, let's start it with the caveat of if teams are both healthy. I like Boston. Um, I like them because they can beat you in more ways than the, the uh, than the way the Bucks can beat Boston. If that makes any sense. Yeah, um, that makes sense. You know, I, 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 I think the the formula for for Milwaukee is very simple. They got to get Chris Middleton going. They got to get Eric uh, Bledsoe going, and ultimately, obviously, you know you have to you have to have Giannis giving you you know thirty plus thirty five plus uh, each and every game. And I think for Boston, it, it's a lot easier for them, you know, because they've got four guys that can go off for you know thirty five forty points. You know, they've got talent, you know, all the way throughout that you know first six or seven players on that roster. The big question is going to be, can they defend Giannis and make him earn his 35, 40 points you know, every time that they're going out on the floor? And if they can, and he's not doing it in an efficient fashion, I, I like him. I like him a little bit more than I like that Milwaukee team. And, and you know, I, I think on top of it, if you put the, or if you take the caveat of injury away from it and you say, okay, well, you know, the possibility of injury is introduced. I think that's even tougher for Milwaukee because they lose one of their big, big uh, stars. They really don't have much more besides that. You know, what if Giannis gets, you know, picks up a, you know, a, an injury with his hip? You know, he gets some the, the phantom Robert Williams hip injury. Mm-hmm. I mean, what then? You know, if he if he picks up a, you know, a knock like that, and then he's in real trouble. So, I, I think that's a very fragile Milwaukee team, and they played a lot of basketball last year. So, I don't know. I, I'm going Boston. I agree, Boston in seven. If that happens, yeah. But, but see, the thing about the Bucks is the way they defend the Celtics, though. Like, remember last game, they challenged the Celtics to beat them from the perimeter, and the Celtics couldn't do it. Yeah, Marcus it was, Smart made eleven three pointers, but they still couldn't. That was no one else could get going, and it wasn't enough. That was one game. Like I just, I just thinking like uh, I just don't like the way they defend the Celtics. They do a really good job. The way it, the way it was last year, I think there was no way the Celtics were going to beat the Bucks the way they were they were playing yeah. and. Playing together, they, they, it was just a totally different team this year. Like I, I don't see anybody that unless they blow them away with talent, like you know, uh, a, a team name a team in the Western Conference is going to come out of the Western Conference can do. I just think that like in the East, like the Bucks are having a great season. They're built for a regular season. I just don't think they're built for the playoffs. I don't. Yeah, I like I like the Celtics' chances because. Um... The game slows down, and it's not going to be this this uh, going nuts in transition the way the Bucks have done so far this season. And they don't play so great in the half court set. They get they get lost. It's easier to it's easier to shut down everyone else rather than just focus on on onto the Kumpo. And you know 
when he's when he's not when he's not on, which is not that hard to to force him to, to shoot, then um, I think the Celtics have a better shot to to win to win basketball games at home or on the road. You know why? I also don't believe in um, the Bucks. Their coach, I think their coach is a, a jackass. I think Budenholzer <laughs> is, a, is a poser. Well, that goes saying there, Sean. I think I think he's a poser. I think you can't have that type of team in in like you got that type of team in Atlanta to perform the way they did. Think and he's then killing himself. Is that what it is? I I just think that he is a regular season role player coach. Like um, <laughs> role player coach. Like I, I just I just think he gets a lot about of role players and you know he's, he needs more minutes. I, I I agree. Yeah, I just don't. No, I don't. I, just, I don't. I don't feel. I don't trust Budenholzer. I don't think he's ever done anything in his coaching career other than get fired from Atlanta and somehow get hired when the Greek Freak exploded the next year to to be deemed as a coach that's going to get anyone to the finals. So yeah, I don't. I don't believe in that team. All right, we'll see what happens. I mean, we still got plenty of basketball left before we can uh, resume these uh, playoff series scenarios and conversations. I do see it. It's inevitable. These these two are on a. Crash course for that Easter Conference Finals, man. Well, I mean, I'll say that much, though. I think Zach has has been satisfied so far with Kemba Walker because I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, when Kemba Walker was signed, Zach wasn't on board. Oh, sounds like uh, sounds like his views on the Mookie Betts trade too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are terrible to our guests. I'm talking shit. No, no, no. no. See, this, this, this is what do you say about Kemba? That's what I need to know. This is fake news. This is fake news. Is what it is. No, what did you say I about said, Kemba, Zach? <laughs> I would have to dig up the tweets to know exactly what I said because he's played well enough <laughs> to where I forgot. Well, then, well, here, well, here, well, well, here we are. We're scrolling. We're scrolling. <laughs> no, hey. I, 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 I believe. I believe. I believe. Spend a lot of money on him. I believe you said uh, you know you would have rolled the dice on Terry Rozier. Oh. Shots no, 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 yeah, no, I was going to no, say no, no, that sounds familiar. No, no, no. Not true. Not true. No, I said I said I would have started Marcus Smart at the point, to be honest. And I think he's actually played really well at the point. He's had more on-ball play, I think, this year than he's had the last couple of years. And he's looking more like a playmaker than he has in the last few years as well. But Sean, rebuttal? I can be wrong. I can be wrong. Kemba looks perfect for this team. He's done real well this year. I love the way that he's kind of... And he's taking on such a leadership role, which I really didn't expect, because he was kind of an unassuming guy down in Charlotte. You didn't hear much about him from from that aspect, and he's kind of been the guy that's kind of brought them all together in a way, which is um, which is really fantastic. I mean, they they spent that kind of money. You knew he was going to be a scorer, but did you know he was going to take over that locker room and get these guys all on the same page? Um, you know, I, I didn't really see that happening, and, and he's you know, kudos to him. He's done fantastic. I just yeah. can't wait to see him in the playoffs. Seriously, yeah. on a team that has uh, like a chance, right? Like, like not like, like a team that's not heavily relying on him. Yeah, night and, in and night that, out. that's the biggest thing I take away from Kemba is like the Hornets heavily relied on. Yeah, there's so many memes you're scrolling past that like bring back memories, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the the Hornets were so heavily reliant on Kemba. That was one of the big questions: is like, will he be able to fit in a team that's not like that? But he has thrived. Like I don't even, I don't even look at him when he's on the court as the best player. Like I'm looking at Tatum, I'm looking at Jalen Brown, who are dominating the offense. But then at the end of the night, you're like, holy shit! Like Kemba took over for two parts of the game, and he ended up with 35 points. It's like, it's like yeah. that type of player that's not ball dominant. He's not, 
It's not his game the entire game and the attitude he has off the court too. Yeah, there's there's a reason why he's a, he's an all-star starter. Um like hand, hands down, even though you know, he may be the biggest name on the Celtics, I don't think he's been the best player on the Celtics, but he's 100% deserving of that all-star starter uh uh role this year. He's also going to be balling up with uh, Giannis in the all-star game, so looking forward to that. Ooh. Yeah, and I can't wait for uh Jason Tatum to dunk on Kemba. That's what you're looking forward to. <laughs> well, I like what he, Celtic on Celtic crime. I like what Giannis had to say though when he they, he was asked uh, what made him pick Kemba Walker over uh, uh, over James Harden, and he goes, uh, "Kemba's going to pass me the ball." So, see, it was an easy choice. It's like, oh, all right, all right, Zach. We appreciate you stopping by. Of course, you already know you're always invited here, especially down here in, in the studio. I haven't seen you down here in a while, but. I know. I'm Maybe the next the draft there. party. Maybe no. How are we, are nope. we having another We're, we draft party? We got like playoff stuff. I'm right down the street now. I'm only in Waltham, so. Oh, oh that's right. Oh, you're closer now. Oh, oh shit! You don't live in these bumfuck no more. <laughs> we gotta have these. <laughs> we gotta have the uh, the playoff playoff episodes going. All right. Oh shit! All I right. remember this guy was like, "Yeah, I just drove you know two and a half hours here." So we're podcasting or not? <laughs> I gotta get out of here in like fifteen minutes because <laughs> I live on the uh, borderline of Connecticut. <laughs> well, uh, damn! All yeah. right, there we go. Nice, dude. What's your address? Know, give it to the give it to the listeners. Yo, yo, Moody Street or what? Where do you keep your hidden uh, key? Not, not too far. Not too far. Right? What's the exact address, Zach? Tell everybody. <laughs> and leave your social, your social before you go. Number. Sir. <laughs> The social. <laughs> All right, Zach. Until next time, man. It was it was, uh, it was great seeing you in person, man. Catching up, always. Amen, brother. Talk to you guys soon. All right, later, Zach. Peace out, Zach. You're wrong about Mookie Betts. Hey, this episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Footballs might be packed away, but basketball, hockey, golf, and yes, you can even bet on the Academy Awards. When you go to betonline.ag and you enter the promo code CLNS50, that gets you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just for listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now, betonline.ag, they've been in the industry for over 20 years, providing customers with first-to-market odds and giving you the ability to bet anytime, anywhere. That's betonline.ag. Head over to betonline.ag, enter the promo code CLNS50. That's CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you bet online with betonline.ag. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, let's get back to Causeway Street. Uh, in other news, fellas, the all-star rosters were announced. Nice. AKA is going to be the East versus West. Hold like on, hold on. Minus a few players. Did Tatum get traded to the West? No. Is that what happened? I don't like this. I don't like this one bit. I don't like this right. one bit. Did the you, way this all did you see out. any of this, Sean? I watched the whole 20 minutes. Oh, shit. Joel, did you see any of this? Negative. Okay. I want you to predict the first uh, five picks. What do you got? For who? LeBron? Overall. Or? Overall. LeBron? LeBron picked first. So right. LeBron first pick. Who do you pick? Joel Embiid. No, Anthony Davis, you fucking idiot. He's not no. going to pick his own teammate, bro. Well, I'm just... I don't know. What the fuck? Joel Embiid was the second you pick. You watched it. I didn't watch it, so I'm predicting it. All right. Joel Embiid's the second pick. Who you got? Third pick. Uh, it's got to be a starter. A starter. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're down to eight players. <laughs> no, uh, hold on. Come on, man. Yeah, why are you googling? Hold on, hold on. The first was who? Why are you googling? No, Anthony googling. Davis, Joel Embiid, and who does LeBron take again? Kemba. No. <laughs> Damn. You know uh, which team Kemba's on. We talked about it twice. Who's the already. best player 
in the starting lineup. Because I don't, I can't, I can't think of the starting lineup right now. That's what it is. The starters. Luka fucking Doncic. Is that no. what it is? No, it's not Luka. It's not yeah, Luka. it is Luka. No, that was his next pick. It was Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, good thing you watched it, huh, there, Shauna? Oh, yeah, Kawhi. Shauna, what did you watch? No. What did I you told watch? you the best player what in did the you watch? starting line. All right, all right, all right, Giannis got Embiid. Who's his second pick? It's not Kemba. Don't say Kemba. He's got to defend, <laughs> defend fucking Kawhi. Uh... All right, this is a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. Pascal Siakam. <laughs> Siakam okay. Fifth pick is Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. See, I knew it. No, I told you that was the I next know, one know, after I know, Kawhi. I know. I know. I'm being an asshole. And then Giannis picked Kemba Walker at number six. James Harden, number seven, and Trey Young at number eight. Now, hmm, the Trey reserves. Got last, huh? Yeah, Trey got picked last, and um, I thought that um, I thought he was going to be picked after Doncic, but apparently. So it's. Um, uh, the Greek Freak loves himself some Kemba. So keeping up with the East versus West, Team Giannis. Wait, can we hold on? One all the quick? reserves are Eastern Conference players except for Wait. Brandon uh, Ingram. We always try to pause the podcast. Because the yeah, starters right. are all East versus West. How fucked up is that? Why is it fucked up? The whole point of this shit is to make it switched up. And Giannis picked all the East players. I See, know, man. I think it's my I point. Like, the listen, listen, I feel like, you know, with this whole starters... And reserves pool, like, that was kind of bound to happen at some point. I mean, it didn't happen last year, but. Like, I get in the reserves. Like, just throw everybody in, into one pot and just like, all right, I picked this guy. I picked this the guy. reserves can happen And then, like and then whoever that. the starters are, then, you you know, they start. I just think Giannis is a shitty fucking captain. Yeah, but I was just going to say, <laughs> okay, if you're Giannis, then the who, would you, who, who would be your first reserve selection? Not Chris Middleton. That's you're Giannis. Teammate. You have to pick him, man. No, fuck him. All right. Trying to win. What's your next pick, then? Damian Lillard just got picked by LeBron. No, Damian Lillard would have been my first pick. Okay, we're saying for hypothetical cool. reasons. Well, by the way, he's gonna after go Chris Middleton, who would you pick after uh, after Damian Lillard? Dame, Tatum. Dame Dollar is performing at the halftime show, by the way. <laughs> You're so biased. No, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. No, he picked Bam. Yeah. He's an idiot. Yeah. He's a shitty. That's a questionable shitty, pick. Shitty. No, questionable. So hold on. So, fuck. so hold on. I'm a Bam. I'm read a Bam. Me. I'm a Bam supporter. Hold on. Read me. You could have went Westbrook. You could have went. You could have went Tatum. Gobert. That's a questionable pick. I would have picked. I definitely would have picked Gobert. Uh, Chris Paul. I would have picked Chris Paul over Bam. Joe, what are you going to say? You love Bam, though. I love Bam, but. You're talking about Ante Kumpo picking Bam. Yeah, he picked Bam. That was his second reserve after he picked his own teammate. So he left. So basically, he left. um, Team Giannis has no fucking chance. He left Simmons. He left Westbrook on there. He left Ingram. uh, He left Lowry, Butler, Tatum. No chance. That's weird. (laughs) <laughs> no, the the whole the, my whole thing about Giannis, my That's whole thing right. about Giannis's team is like he was like I just want the tall people. He's like, and, Yo. he, and he forgets he's playing he's in like, the game. I, he's not I, the coach of the game. He's playing I'm, in the game. I'm tall. My first pick is gonna be Joel Embiid. Then I'm gonna take Bam as my first fucking reserve, <laughs> and then I'm gonna take Rudy Gobert right after. Actually, him. you're right, bro. The only big man that he didn't pick was Jokic. Anthony Davis. Jokic and Davis, yeah, that's right, and Davis. But the only reason why LeBron so Ingram, picked Jokic was because huh? he's got Ingram. He's got Ingram. Wow, he's got Ingram. He's got Gobert. He's Jokic got Bam. was picked after Bam Adebayo. He's got Embiid. He's See, got Siakam. Year. Wait, yeah, hold on, hold on. I felt like I felt like it was more than like, Jokic was picked after Bam. How fucking dumb is Giannis? Jokic was picked for LeBron though. Well, no one, but nobody, after nobody, he picked Bam, oh true, yeah. I nobody, you. nobody ever, you know, said that he was the. A genius. That's why he doesn't, you know. All right, Joel, last question. Who was the last pick? Who was the 22nd pick? Trey Young. He's the last. Oh, no, he's a starter. Sorry. Uh, I was was just going to pretend you didn't say My bad. 
he's not gonna get this right. I'm not gonna get it. No, come oh, on. He's like it. Chris Paul. So bonus. Hey! Yes, nice job. Yeah. I love how Sean remembered that. You know, no. Sean, Sean, you would be the type to be like, "Who's picked dead last?" No, I, yeah, yeah. I, I remember because I was like, "Yo, I, I watched it for two reasons." Wait, why is there twenty-two picks? Why isn't there twenty-four? It's only twelve. Listen, only there's two captains, twelve players, and there's two captains. <laughs> two thousand twenty. <laughs> still not good at math. We still <laughs> suck at math. All right. Um, I knew there was a good reason. Do you like how my response back to him was? Because there's only 12 players, bro. Which is like, yeah, that's still 24. That's 24. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> there's only 11 players available for each side, guys. Hello. Uh, we got it now. We I love it. how I knew there's a good reason for that, but I was just like, no, I need to figure this out right now. I'm going to stay it out. Hey, let me, let me tell you one thing. This is, this is my biggest pet pee. This is my biggest bone to pick with this draft is that LeBron picked – Tatum, and I don't like that. Tatum being a free agent. Well, I don't blame him, man. I don't he's, like he's, him. He slid down. What pretty. are you talking about? He's not going to be a free agent. He's He's got you know he's, one more season on his rookie deal. And he's, he's a restricted be ex- free agent. He's not a restricted free agent this year. Yes, that he would, is. That would be next year if they don't extend him this year so in the is summertime. Is he a restricted free agent this year? No, he's not. Wasn't he drafted one year after Jalen Brown? Yeah, and Jalen Brown's. that's why he's on his last year. Wait, well, deal no, right wait, now. wait. You mean next year, right? There's no this year. Technically, because when the end of this year, the end of this summer, he still has one. He's more got year. one more year left. He, he's what Jalen Brown just went through. Jalen Brown was on the books for another year. They extended him before he would before he finished his contract. So before which is he gets in a restricted free agency. Exactly. Once again, Causeway Street listeners, poor at math, all of us. No, okay, yes, very, very true. But I, I, I figure that I figure that as more of. Like a like the same the same for the same fact the simple you fact need that a, you need to sign him at that, that this, point like Jalen Brown's contract doesn't kick in until next season and it didn't kick in, in the beginning of this season. No, I I understand. But some people think that they're like, oh no, how are you gonna you can't you can't give you know Tatum an offer because you you're paying Jalen Brown now. No, that shit kicks in next year. Yeah, that shit kicks in next year, motherfuckers. Come on. <laughs> So yeah, so that's that's your that's your pet peeve, or that's your no. I just don't like. I just don't like the. It's fact, all good, man. No, there's a lot of Lakers Tatum connections well, happening. I mean, you now. just said. You just said. Listen, you just said that. Andre like Kumpo is horrible at picking teams. He is. We horrible. saw that last year. Yeah, he's horrible. And this time around, he did even worse. I mean, it's <laughs> okay. No, he did even worse. All right, okay. So it's, it's debatable. Hey, I, but I wait, see the whole but thing. wait, but I gotta, wait, I look at the roster. But, but wait, you know. hold on. Let me let me just say this. Yeah. Um, where are the best players playing right now? In what conference? Most of the West. Okay, so how does he pick the entire Eastern Conference starting lineup? I don't know. He had <laughs> a chance to get Kawhi. Once Anthony Davis is gone, you just pick Kawhi. Why are you picking? He decided to. Why go. are you picking Joel Embiid? You know what I think it is. I think he's picking as if he's the. He doesn't realize he's playing in the game as yeah, well. He's so stupid. So he's, he's like, oh, I'm picking an idiot. I'm picking like a GM, but bro. You're playing in the game. If if the best player in all of the starting lineups is Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James has first pick and doesn't take him, you got to take him. All right. On that note, um, <laughs> All-Star Weekend episode of the Cause of Street podcast is on deck, so stay tuned for that. Yo. We'll get more into um, what, what we guys. can expect for the big weekend. Yo, he's balling out this weekend. No, I heard. No, no, but yeah, he's, he's doing a three-point contest. He's performing at the All-Star Games halftime show, and he's playing in the game. Can I can I say? Do you think that's because they just couldn't get nobody to? Don't you think that Chance would have played at Chicago at the All Star game? Or, yeah, I'm surprised it's not happening. Like how the how the fuck well, is maybe, Dame in, in I Chicago? Don't, I don't, listen, listen, I don't. One think of the hip hop hotbeds of all time, 
and they want a hip hop artist and they gotta go with Dame. Like, what the fuck? He's performing doesn't mean like he's gonna do the whole show. He's probably like, you know, he's maybe a part of the show. He's gonna be that's like, how, hey, that's- introducing Chance the Rapper. <laughs> That's how bad Chance's album was. Yeah, no, Chance Chance can't come back now. Chance, I told you that, man. Fuck you. <laughs> Yo, I'm the one that told you that this album will make or break him. And I'm not saying his career is done, don't get me wrong. I told but you obviously I never, it went the route that it shouldn't have gone. I, 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 when we had these conversations, I was like, I, his first album was un, unmatchable. His second album is going to be a drop-off. Is it going to blow? I hope not. But then when it did blow, gonna blow? the first day, so I, I told you it sucked. A lot. <laughs> and you tried to fight me on it. You did. I know. I know. Slowly, I didn't slowly. want it to suck. That's why. You I think thought, I wanted this to suck? I thought it had potential. Yeah, you you're right. You're the one suck? that, yep. Full disclosure, Sean is the one that put me on to Chance the Rapper from the beginning. So All right. I know you're the last person that wanted that yeah. album to suck. Chance needs to come back with just something like that he raps on, not fucking. Okay. But see, that's the thing. Rhyme raps but on. see, that's fuck the thing. Fuck you, Chance. What you, the fuck? You knew he had to pick a lane, and he went down a really went down the wrong weird lane. lane says the guy who loves, he went down Drury Lane with the Muffin Man, bro. That's says, where he fucking Says went. the guy who loves the baby, little baby. Yo, the baby can outwrap Chance right now and uh, by light years. By light years. Yeah, but see, that's the thing about Chance, though. Chance never been like, you know, amazing with the flow or the, with the raps, but he just made good music. Oh, I'm Jayden, sorry. You Jayden never. Smith. Uh, you don't. You never know what ultralight beam. You never heard that song when he just fucking. Yo, credit to him. Literally, that's, that's literally the best. Best verse of all verse time. on that album. It's the best and verse. And it's not album. even his album. Best verse of that album. Best best verse Chance has ever done in his entire life. All right. All right. Well. And on that note. Point taken. Yo, yo, what you on that note? On that note, you can doing right fucking now, bro. Fire, man. You let this conversation <laughs> fucking breathe, bro. <laughs> Jesus, because it turns into this no. No, no, I told you this album was good. No, I was the one that told you this album was good. Oh, I'm sure I'm making a fool Yo, of he thinks now. that's what you sound like. He's making a fool of himself. <laughs> <laughs> you know? All right, until next week, fellas. Sean is almost getting. Sean, Sean's almost there, Joel. Sean's Yo, shout out to, uh, shout out to Sean our boy with, down in New Orleans. Sean about to be a married man soon. Hip-Hop Chef 360. Hip-Hop Chef 360. We're going to have to send Woo-hoo. Sean off. Yeah, you know 180 Hip-Hop Chef. He's the 360. Nah, we're going to have to send Sean off right. Big hitters. I can't wait. Yo, uh, let's Next do, week. Well, wait, why don't we do this? Why don't we get a... No, we're not no, recording no, why, a DR. Why, why, why don't mailbag, me mailbag episode for the next one. Why don't me and Sway decide oh, okay. what we're going to do with the show? Mailbag not episode. <laughs> we can do that. I thought you meant recording a DR. Like, no, absolutely not. We, we could do some Snapchat. Sean, Sean's getting married in the Dominican Republic. You guys want to keep up? You already know. Cauté Street on Snap. That's where you can see the exclusive content. Why don't content. we do a mailbag episode? And we could do a mailbag episode. Give us some questions and we'll, 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 we'll spin them out here. Next episode. Because um, send Sean off right. Last episode before the All-Star break. We'll see you guys after the All-Star break. Sean Ducha will be a married man. We'll have plenty of stories from the Dominican Republic. Probably not. Oh, man. No, I no cannot stories, wait. No stories. Tell. No, um, the, the the one that we can tell, we'll we'll, we'll spill them here. Yeah, we come on, man. They they deserve it. They, this is our listeners. That you know been, what? Our I, listeners have been following I, us for no, for so reason, long. Why it's, it's not so often one of us get married, so we got we got no, to spill some stories. We're probably gonna remember half the stuff that happened down there. And honestly, <laughs> so look up uh, on that note. Die. Make sure you're on that Snapchat so you can see everything. At Causeway, baby. Maybe drink. do like a little Twitter we're Live, gonna, maybe. At Causeway. We're all going to drink the liquor. Yo, we'll get on Twitter Live. Twitter man. Live. Yo, one night, one night. I'm Hashtag douche your wedding. There's only going to be one night that I'm going to come to you when we're all fucked up. And there's like dancers all around. 
at like three in the morning. The yeah. answer is where we want to be. I'm gonna be like, yo, go live. <laughs> and we're gonna have to done. do it. Done. We're gonna have to do it. Done. Let's do it. All right. You got that to look forward to, motherfuckers. Godzilla <laughs> Sounds like you're welcome. <laughs> Yo, also, also, peep sway on the uh, Cedric Maxwell podcast. Oh yes, yes, that's always a great it. listen. Oh, I heard that you were um, trying to explain to him the halftime show this he, time. He around. didn't get it. He He's like, no, I, I saw two girls shaking their butts. I, I get it. What's going on? It sounds like did he vote for Trump? There was some statement, Cedric Maxwell. No, he did not vote for Trump. It sounds like he voted for Trump. He he goes out of his way to 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 say the worst things that you can think of about our president. <sighs> yeah, same so here. So he man. did not vote for Trump. Well, you know, my president. <laughs> Sean's st- I mean Joe's still saying that <laughs> it's like three and a half years later. I'm like, Yo, he's about to get another term bro <laughs> not, 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 not my term hold that Democrats hold that okay because it's true yo mm, if, if we don't true. like the fact that the Democrats don't have a legitimate I don't think yet, Bernie will let that happen <laughs> go ahead I don't give a fuck who everyone wants to pick just stop showing me ads for everybody <laughs> Bernie you're not getting my financial support <laughs> it's not happening. Yo, Bernie apparently that is got okay. Enough, as long as I get your vote, financial support. He's got ads now, bro. <laughs> so why is that? Yo, I feel like why does he keep asking for money? I feel like Bernie's on? just like uh, money goes a long way. I in just Vermont. want your support. <laughs> it goes a long way in Vermont. I ran my campaign off about ten thousand dollars. <laughs> now <laughs> that shit buys one second of one ad. Oh I'm trying goodness. to play. Speaking of. Speaking of which, that, that that last ad right after the game ended, like, oh, you just gonna, you know, fucking Trump was just gonna just sneak one in there and thought that no one was gonna fucking notice. I didn't notice. I was yeah, blocked you, out. You know he paid for big bucks for that. You know, you know that was the plan. What happened? That was just fucking yeah, Trump ad. Trump know. asshole shit. Yeah. Trump being Trump. Yo, fuck Trump. You know what I did like though is that there's not a big hoop and hollering about him fucking winning the fucking impeachment shit. But yeah, we all saw that coming. Yeah, but it was a good try. Anyways, damn, you guys really know small, how to small victories. bum me out before an episode wraps up. But you know what? Nah, man. I said I was showing, all... showing you out about Maxwell. and then you know, I know. The yeah, you know what? It wasn't thing. you guys. It was just you, Sean. <laughs> Sean. What the all fuck right? did I do? We're popping up about the wedding, going to DR. Then we went to talking about Maxwell. Cedric Maxwell. Great episode yeah. we had about you know, the Super Bowl halftime to, show. Want, you know, I want to, you know. And now, now I'm being reminded who's going to win 2020. Yeah. Like, no, the? Trump ain't nah, 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 Don't worry about that, you know. Don't worry about that. It's all good. It's all good. Trump ain't winning 2020, man. We got right. this. Well, that's way down the road. So I don't have to worry about that. I have to worry about having a good time. Hey, shout out to you. Ain't worry all about those nothing. Republicans out there. Make sure you go out and vote. You vote for, you vote for anybody. Anybody you want. <laughs> Yo, how does Joel sound like Bernie and you sound like his He's Dominican like, uncle? Yeah, not even. I, thought, I was, was going to say like Japanese <laughs> uncle or something. I heard more like... <laughs> Yeah, now it does. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Before we offend somebody, we're up out of here. Later. Next week, we'll see you. I appreciate your vote in November.